every person on the board of the American Culinary Federation. Michael Tai, John Kinsella, Thomas Macrina, every dean of Harvard Business School, MIT Sloan School of Management, University of Chicago Booth School of Business, every winner of every award given out by the National Sportscasters and Sportswriters Association, Chris Chenkel, Chris Berman, Vin Scully, Jim Nance, every person on every U.S. banknote ever, the Board of Pandora, the executives of Foursquare, Papal Conclave, the Board of Pandora, 100% male institutions, occupations, there are a lot of them, 100% or near 100%. Imagine the late governor of Texas, Ann Richards, and she wasn't even the first woman governor of the Lone Star State. No, I was not the first woman governor of Texas. Well, in the 20s, there was Pa Ferguson who was governor, and Pa died, and Ma became governor. Now, she was the one when asked about bilingual education, who said, if the English language is good enough for Jesus Christ, it's good enough for everybody. That's actually the voice of actress Anna DeVere Smith playing Texas Governor Ann Richards in the play Let Me Down Easy, an African-American actress playing a white woman Texas governor, defying the odds and excelling in a man's world. The play makes the point that the struggles for women are universal in all classes, races, and professions. The arrival of women, whatever resistance there might be, changes things. We're not going to go away. If anything, we're going to come into it even more in numbers because women are starting to realize that the blue-collar work is where they could be, especially as a single mother. That's Rochelle James, proud union electrician with the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 3, right here in New York. I guess it would be a sisterhood now, too. Rochelle is a single mom whose challenges to make life and career go smoothly sound a lot like the challenges of the woman bank president we spoke with this week or the senior tech executive or journalist Judy Woodruff. For Rochelle James, white collar or blue collar, the lessons and the tough wisdom of making life and career work out are all the same. I'll say, you know, with the balance, it's hard. There's no denial that the imbalance in our careers and family life is a big deal. My daughter needs me a whole lot. And it's hard to put that together alongside with working hard, long hours, and doing my, you know, personal things as far as taking care of myself. So a lesson learned is that we have to involve our children more. And we have to uh, show love and respect and let them know that we're not forgetting them in this whole transition into this new era of women working into the blue-collar industry. Why would you say blue-collar unionized work is an opportunity for a single mom struggling with some of these work-life balance issues? Yes, uh, it's a great opportunity, um, but it's one that you have to have a lot of support. Uh, when I came into this business, um, I had family members, uh, my daughter's family members that helped me out. Your hours could be at night, it could be in the evening, it could be very early before school starts. So you don't have the opportunity to really drop your kids off to school like how we would have done, you know, 30 years ago when we were um, at home moms. So now that we have to be at work at 7 o'clock, with our tools in our hand or 7.30, you need a lot of support from other members, neighbors, uh, other colleagues that may not be working at the time. And that's what helps you through. Now, you can do it as long as you're a fighter, even if you don't have support, but it just helps you and makes it more convenient 
for you to get to work and have peace of mind about what your children might be doing after school or before school, you know? So that part uh, is very important is having the support or really good game plan so that you could be a successful tradesperson. We're asking everyone that we're talking to this same question. What's the most maybe ridiculous thing you did to try to balance everything together that as you look back now, really either was a mistake or was something you never needed to do? I say I was being ridiculous when I tried to prove myself. In a way, it was good, but in a way, it made me like lose touch with my um, the real person that I am. Um, I've always felt like maybe up to two years ago that I had to work 300% just to get on the same level with the men. So I always kept my hands moving, always kept working, always make sure I started before, ended later, just so that no one had a reason to let me go just because I was a woman. I think that was ridiculous on my part. I should have just done what I know I was qualified to do, and that's it. So that part I've adjusted in my attitude, uh, I'll say recently. That's a lot of wisdom there, I have to say, Rochelle. Thanks. You know, uh, have you ever heard your daughter say, my mother is a union electrician, when somebody asks uh, what it is you do? She doesn't even wait for them to ask. She says it. My mom is an electrician. If um, someone mentions something, you know, like my bathroom sink is not working properly, oh, my mom's an electrician. She can fix it for you. She's like my biggest advertiser in the whole world. I love her. She's uh She's very into what I'm doing. Um, I don't know if I want her to become a tradeswoman, but if she does, it'll be something that she can definitely fall into naturally. She's even good with tools, too, already. She's like the youngest electrician I know. All right. So um, uh, to somebody starting out, uh, what advice would you uh, give them if they're 18, 19, 20, thinking about um, what it is they want to do and what sacrifices they may have to make to get there? Um, the first thing is put God first and your family first. That's the first thing. And then you, before you get in, um, you might want to uh, go into a program that teaches basic skills like where I came from, new, non-traditional employment for women. They're located in lower Manhattan. And they will give you a basic knowledge of plumbing, carpentry, electricity, uh, steam fitting, laborer work. Um, then you can basically choose. A lot of women like myself knew that I was good with my hands, but I didn't know in what. And I didn't know which, you know, field would interest me. So that's a great way to find out what you would like to do once you find out you want to go into the trades. Then I'll say find out what's your family's lifestyle like. If you have children, and it's very important if you have children that you don't leave them behind and just fully throw yourself into your career. You would have to make time for them and your family. A lot of uh, tradespeople are, you know, we're one of the most highest rate in divorce because we tend to see the money and then you just run towards the money and you end up neglecting your family. You don't want to do that. So if you can do those things ahead of time and have that in your mind, then you'll be very successful at this business. Finally, uh, if I want to put a 220-volt line in my own house, should I just go to Lowe's or Home Depot and do it myself? No, you need a licensed, qualified electrician to take care of that, John. You know this. All right. You're right. (laughs) Rochelle, thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a great day.
Have a great day. Rochelle James, Union Electrician in the city of New York. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.